Welcome to the Human Athlete Podcast, empowering your life transition beyond sport while celebrating the whole person behind the athlete. With your hosts, Kelsey Stockard, Steve Moore, and Jamie Comer, powered by Athlete Career Transition. Thank you for joining us today on the Human Athlete Podcast. I'm Jamie Comer, and I'm joined with my amazing podcast host, Kelsey Stockard. Thanks for joining us, Kelsey. Thanks for having me, Jamie. I'm so excited to be here today. Yeah. So for those who have not met us yet or who haven't listened to other episodes, I'm the chief transition guide with Athlete Career Transition. In a nutshell, I support the well-being, so the emotional, physical, spiritual, and all aspects of well-being for the transitioning athlete as they move beyond sport. I'm also a professional, former professional athlete, I'll say, an Olympic medalist with Team USA and water polo. How about you, Kelsey? Yeah, I am ACT's chief storyteller. So I've made it my new goal, my mission, my passion to really normalize the conversation behind the athlete retiring from sport and what that transition looks like. Um, I want to dive into the conversation behind mental health, behind retirement, and just go to those vulnerable places. Um, I'm also a former professional athlete myself. I used to play with the USA um, rugby team in both sevens and fifteens. Mm, yeah. Oh, we are going to the vulnerable places today, Kelsey. We're today we're talking about self-worth and identity. If, mm. if there's something more vulnerable than self-worth, I'm not entirely sure what that is yet. Cause that's, I mean, self-worth is just like at our core gut, you know, that, that feeling in the center. And, and we're going to today, you know, and, and through a few episodes as we're, we're splitting this apart. So you have time to marinate on this for everyone listening, you know, we're going to explore what self-worth is. We're going to explore what it, how it relates to our identity as we're transitioning out of sport, moving from being an athlete to being, well, what maybe beyond that. And (laughs) right. And then we're also exploring the journey of self-worth. So what does that journey look like? If, if our self-worth is in one place, how does it, you know, blossom and bloom into something else, something that feels say more nourishing to us, if, if that's what the journey we're on. And we're also going to explore through these episodes, you know, the continuing the, of tools, tools to cultivate your, your self-worth, to nourish your self-worth. And by that really help define who you are because they're so intricately related. Yeah. <sighs> okay. We're marinating on that. And let's first uh, ground ourselves like we, like we love to do on these episodes. Kelsey, are you ready? Yes. It's my favorite part. Let's do it. (laughs) Okay. Assume the position friends. And remember if you are using a car or anything where your eyes need to stay open, please, or do keep them open. Otherwise you can uh, settle in however feels best for you. Okay. Go ahead and just find yourself in your body. (laughs) You can close your eyes or soften your gaze if that feels okay. And just connect to your breath the simplicity of your inhale and your exhale, knowing that you are exactly where you're meant to be here with us, that there's nowhere else you need to be and to give yourself a thank you, a nod, a gratitude, a pause, thanking yourself for giving yourself this time and doing what you needed to do to be here. And imagine from whatever is touching the, towards the ground, maybe the base of your spine, for example, or a seat, 
Imagine roots reaching down into the earth, stemming from our body, extending outward and downward below whatever we're sitting on or on and reaching actually into the soil, into the earth. And these roots run deep, like a tree that runs deep and wide, connecting us to the soil, to the entire earth, grounding us and connecting us, helping us feel really nourished and nurtured during this conversation and during this time. And bring your energy and focus back up to that breath of yours, this fluid and consistent breathing. Noticing the temperature in the nostrils or the mouth as you breathe in and out. Noticing just any thoughts that come in and out and just let them flow by. And if it helps, or if your hands are available to you, maybe place one hand on your upper stomach area and another hand on your heart. We're just bringing our energy inward, our focus inward, and also connecting with that hand on the gut area, the stomach area, connecting to like our second brain, this intuition space, and this space of that holds and houses, you know, this energy around our self-worth. Just feeling that energy there and noticing whatever you notice there, whatever comes up. And I invite you to complete this sentence, whatever, with whatever feels right. I am And we are mm, and let that settle in for you. And in your own time, just bring some movement to your body. Maybe your fingertips, your toes, your head, or stretch your arms to the sky if that feels yummy for you. And giving yourself another thank you for centering for grounding, for pausing, and for being you. And welcome back, friends. Ah, oh, how was that, Kelsey? Let me tell you, my baby, I'm eight months pregnant, and she loves that. <laughs> it was yeah. so funny. I swear, right when I started kind of moving myself, she was like, oh, yeah, I feel energized after that, and started yeah. kicking around. So that was that was a fun mom moment. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. And what words came up for you, if you mind me asking, that I am and we are? Yeah. So when I thought of the I am, I felt I am whole, which is really mm. exciting and something I frankly haven't felt in a long time. And it was a very, I, I got a smile on, on my face when I thought about that. And then we are, it was, we are growing, you know, as you and I, with this podcast, what were the conversations we're um, bringing to the table mm -hmm. um, with this human athlete collective, this group of athletes who are transitioning and kind of navigating through life and mm -hmm. through this transition time. And it's just like, you know, we are always growing and I, I'm just grateful to be a part of this community. Mm. Me too, Kelsey. And I'll, I resonate with that with so many levels. And yeah, what came up for me was I am worthy. And that's something I was not able to say. 
And that on some days I don't feel right. Some days it's like, Ooh, am I feeling worthy today? You know, and I have to check in with myself there after, after a grounding exercise like that, though, I do that worthiness is there. I find it. Um, and that felt really, really, yeah. Proud. I felt really proud to be able to say that, um, at this point. That's amazing. That's so good. Yeah. I'm so happy for you. And I'm happy you shared that with us. Thanks. And it's a journey, right? This, and that's what we're going to be speaking about. It is a journey. And some days we feel worthy. Some days we don't feel worthy and just love ourselves every day. And what came up for me, Kelsey, for the, we are, is we are growing as well. I also thought about that. So for you listening, maybe, maybe that came in too. Maybe you, we, we're all growing. And, and I thought about that, that we collectively, we as athletes, we as humans, we with ACT, you know, and, and you and I, Kelsey, this, this whole group, we're, we're growing by talking about these topics that are, that we're passionate about, that are near and dear to our hearts, that we're being called to talk about that, um, that we're leading conversations on and bringing people in conversations on it. And also just offering the space for people to have these conversations around. Um, so let's, let's dive into it and know that for you listening, whatever came up for you for I am, and we are is perfect, perfect for you. And whatever was meant to come up today as always for any guided meditation as well. Okay. Self-worth. What does self-worth first off mean? So for you listening, go ahead and notice just what does self-worth mean to you? Just think about kind of what comes up. And also notice what do you feel like your self-worth, say for you, your self-worth, where does it what is it attached to? What is it connected to? Just check in there for a moment, pausing what you feel like your self-worth today, because every day it may be different. (laughs) What you feel like today, your self-worth is attached to. And just notice the feelings around that. If there's things that you, you love what it's attached to, what it's connected to, or what you maybe it's something that you don't really enjoy. Just just observe those kind of spectrum of potential emotions or feelings around it. And you'll hear from us that we also have that spectrum of emotions and feelings around our self-worth as athletes, as transitioning athletes. Kelsey, to you, what is self-worth? Oh man. So when we went on that guided meditation at the beginning of this. I was finding myself imagining these roots going down and almost like those tighter, those thicker roots that are closer to the tree, mm-hmm. um, that are closer to the core of the tree. Yeah. It was like those thick roots were like finding as I explore through this and navigate through life, it's finding these values, these things that I hold really close to my heart and speak mm-hmm. to me. And it was like, as the roots were growing, it was like those thick ones were like kind of finding their things and like kind of wrapping themselves around it. Um, and for me, that was like really just kind of explaining what self-worth is. It's, it's not only how you see yourself and how you, you view your relationship with yourself, Mm -hmm. but it's also like at the core being of who you are, like what, and, and it's crazy because it can change. It's always evolving. We're growing humans and we're always, our goals, our missions Mm are whatever we're dealing with is always shifting. So these, some of these, um, 
the self-worth, I guess, can is always getting redefined, right? But it's what is close to us and what we feel is almost like that is who I am. You know, it's like those core beliefs and those core values of who I am and how you view yourself. So it's, it's very much a relationship with yourself and it's like, it's what makes you, you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm hearing the connection self-worth connection to who you are is who you are and also your relationship with yourself. And I resonate with that so deeply as well. That's I I feel the same way in that way that self-worth to me is, is your, it's a feeling, it's a way of being to me. It's not a, a doing it doesn't depend or relate or connect to doing it has. And it still does to me on, de- on days. I think at my heart though, I know it, it is more about being who I am and this sense of, uh, the, the vision that comes to mind to me is, is a, a sunlight, like a light, an orb of light, say so the sun in the sky where it's, um, a light that's always there. The self-worth is always there, whether I choose to really reveal it or practice it or use it is a different story is another topic, you know, that how I show up with self-worth or how I don't show up with my self-worth, whether I, you know, create the boundaries I need to honor my self-worth, but it's, it is this feeling of being that I am always deserving that I'm always enough that I'm always, you know, I can live my life on my terms. I deserve to live my life on my, my terms. And I can do that in a way that is very, nurturing to myself and the people around me. Like it's for my highest good and for the people around me, it's not uh, to the, anyone's detriment. Um, in other words, that's how I see self-worth today. <laughs> I'll say. I like that. I know today, right. It's, it's such an evolving journey and process and exploration, I guess, of self-worth. <laughs> yeah. And I, and we're, you know, the way we're talking about this, we're already seeing how it relates to identity, you know, how we, kind of that piece of how we show up in the world. Um, how do you feel like self-worth relates to identity as, as athletes, as transitioning athletes? You know, it is, I mean, you're, you've got it exactly right. It is exactly how we show up for the world. And, you know, it's because it's how we see ourselves. So that's how we're showing up. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, for me personally, when I was really, when, rugby, you know, winning gold when rugby was my main priority and my main everything. Um, I found myself so tying that identity and that self-worth to rugby. So it was so dependent on rugby. So if I made these teams, I felt worthy, you know, but when I wasn't making these teams, even though I was training at the Olympic training center, I was training full-time. Like this was my dream job. I was getting to live my dream job and I wasn't making the teams sometimes. I would feel just devastated and I would be so hard on myself. The way I looked at myself and my perception of self was just like, you're not good enough. Like you didn't make the team. You were not chosen for the starting or the, the traveling 12. Like, and even then, if I was just chosen for this yeah. traveling 12, I wasn't a starter. I was getting maybe like three minutes, a whole tournament over two days. And it was that conversation with myself was so like, you're not a starter. And I was like, I was tying my, my self-worth to the identity and my identity to these accomplishments or these teams being made or whatever. And it was just such a negative, I had such a negative perception of myself and, oh, it was so hard. It was like, but it was everything because sport is being an athlete was who I was, you know, that's be, it, it made me who I was. So it, it was just so like tied and intricate 
and like all knotted up together that it was so hard to navigate. Like what is self-worth and what is my identity and what is tied with sports and what is, you know, uh, unrealistic expectations from the outside and from the internal, you know, what I was expecting of myself was like, come on, dude, got to be a little, (laughs) show some self-compassion. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely find that that self-worth and that identity is really hand in hand. I mean, they mm. go together just like peanut butter jelly. <laughs> peanut butter jelly. And you shared that visual before, Kelsey, of the, the roots. And I'm, as you're describing all tangled, I'm seeing like instead of the roots being like these are the, the deep roots with, related to my values and, and who I am, it's like this just tangled snarl of, of not just your roots, but like other roots around where it's wait, who's is who's? What am I dependent on? Like where am I? Where am I versus like my who am I and where's the line drawn between me and my, my role, my job, or my, my career as an athlete and, and, you know, that identity piece. And I felt it's very similar. And, you know, I think, yeah, as an athlete, I had the same <laughs> stories of it's, it's never quite good enough. You know, if, if I, if I made the national team, great. Okay. Now I need to be a starting goalie. If I'm not the starting goalie, <laughs> ugh, you are not enough now. You know, it's, just, it's just a continual, I want to be the best. I want to be the best. And yeah. it, it, I, there is a point where it's like, wait a minute, JB, you're trying to be the best. And why don't we just focus on being your best? But to, to say that is one thing to actually live it and believe it in your body. If it's something that you've been believing about yourself for, you know, however many years, even before sport, for example, then how do you, how do you move from that? You know, which is what we get into and the, the, you know, the journey of self-worth and the, the tools that we talk about. And also Let's look at, let's look at Kelsey. What do you feel like identity and self-worth is for the transitioning athlete now? Oh man. I feel like, oh, it is just, it is so much just kind of identifying what actually makes you authentically happy this time through this transition. You know, I'm, I'm very recently transitioned And, and even then it's been a couple of years and I'm like, I'm recently transitioned. Right. But it's just such a journey of identifying like what makes me happy because for so long rugby is what made me happy. You know, that was making these teams going, traveling the world and getting to play these, Mm -hmm. the, the best of the best. Like I got to play New Zealand so many times. And that was just like, what? That is unreal. So for so long, it was like, that is what made me happy. And as I transitioned, I didn't have these sporting accomplishments. I didn't have these things to like feel good about myself, you know, because that's how I tied my self-worth and my happiness to it was these accomplishments, these sporting Mm -hmm. things, because being an athlete was who I was. And as I, you know, went on this journey of transition, it was kind of like, okay, well, what makes me happy? Like, what do I yeah. actually like? You know, do I actually like playing rugby? You know, and, and that's been one of those things that I'm still kind of battling. I'm still back and forth on because, you know, when I, when I first retired from the sevens team, it was like, I was still playing with the 15s team. So I still had some kind of like way to tie my, my self-worth to a team. You know, I was still mm-hmm. like, Oh, I'm still a USA yeah. player. You know, and even then it was like, okay, after that, after I walked away from 15s, it was like, oh, I'm still making these elite teams. Like I'm still tying my self-worth to these teams and these accomplishments and these tournaments I was playing. Hmm. Um, And as I started like questioning, like, does rugby actually make me happy? 
I, you know, for a while it didn't. And I'm starting to kind of feel like, okay, wait, maybe it's, maybe I do like rugby. Like maybe I do want to continue playing. And so I'm still exploring that idea. Um, but the, the journey to like the self-worth and as a transitioning athlete, I think is just, you, you really dive in and kind of find the values that, that made you the athlete you were. So like your work rate or your determination Mm -hmm. for me, it was just like, I was in awe of myself. Cause it's like, when I put myself to a task, like for instance, making the USA rugby team, I go out and do it. And that is, I I'm adaptable. I do everything it takes to, you know, take to accomplish that goal. And that is something I really hold tight to me. So, you know, when you're thinking of those roots and those values and that self-worth, like that's one of those things that the thick tree trunk is holding tight to. It's like, you, when you set your mind to something, Kelsey, you can literally accomplish anything. Yeah. And that, that, that belief in myself and that like way of looking at myself is really, it makes me feel good. And I'm like, okay, that's part of my self-worth is that, that determination. I like that, you know, that's part of who I am and that's what I, I want to value. So it doesn't matter what, what I'm applying that determination to. Maybe it's sport, maybe it's a mother as a mother, maybe it's in my job, maybe it's trying to learn something I've never learned before, you know, whenever, whatever mm-hmm, I kind of mm-hmm. put that to, it doesn't matter how far I go or what I accomplish. I'm doing that determined, like I'm determined to do something. I'm at the, I'm in progress of completing that task, you know, and that is what makes me feel good. So I think as a transitioning athlete, it's, it's really kind of identifying, like, what makes you feel good? What, what do you authentically like? Um, and what do you want to live by now that you don't have sport? Mm. Oh, wow. Kelsey, I'm hearing this. Um, the words that come to me for is like the journey of empowerment of self-empowerment where, cause you know, if we're, we've been focused on these other goals or this kind of, uh, there's more structure, you know, in an organized sport or uh, say uh, other jobs, there's, there's these organized structure to it with these goals ahead that are very clear. They're crystal clear and they're laid out before us. I mean, yes, we're the ones who decide, we're the ones who decide that we're going to go for it, that we're going to work hard. And we're the ones who actually do the work to get there. And, you know, the, the USA team already exists. The championships exist. They're, they're pre-existing, you know, goal points or mountains to climb. Right. And then it's like that transitioning space is there's no mountain range ahead. It's clear space. And you're, you're at a point where you have the opportunity to say, okay, well, what do I want now for me? What do I want to create? And I'm hearing also this focus on, and this is so beautiful because it's so related to self-worth is how I want to create it. How do I want to create this life? Like, how do I want to show up in my life every day? And that's where my values, that's where my self-worth is. So I may have a job that I love as long and I need to be able to do it in a way that honors my self-worth, you know, and, and the other, the other kind of phrases that come up for me is, and this is the themes that I see when, when working with the athletes. So the one-on-one coaching with the athletes that are transitioning out of sport, um, some of them are still currently competing. Most are transitioning out of sport. And then also in our human athlete collective, you know, the group of athletes that we, that come together from all over the world to talk about what's coming up for them, you know, during transition is this, you know, these questions, the big questions of, okay, what do I do and who am I? And here we are at the end of part one of our three part series on identity and self-worth as transitioning athletes tune in for the next episode. Ciao. 
Thank you for joining us today on the Human Athlete Podcast. To learn more, we invite you to visit www.athletecareertransition.com. See you next time.